welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. Okay, today I'm really excited to share with you this simple idea called Your Daily Highlight. We're going to talk about what happens when you introduce that into your morning routine. We've been talking about that one great hour as early in the day as you can get it and some of the journaling aspects of that. And we're going to talk about what happens when you add in something as simple as an intended and identified daily highlight and you target that throughout the day. One of the things that's always bugged me is how I can go through a day, a week, a month and look back and not remember the days. It's like nothing really stood out. There was nothing that made it memorable. And that's just kind of the way it is. We do a lot of things and not all of them stick. But since I've started the daily highlight in the morning journal, there's always been that high point and I can go back and track the week and come up with one thing per day that I did that really made a difference or at least tried to make a difference or was a very intentional way of doing something better or something more. And we're going to talk about what that looks like today. Thanks for joining into the episode. It's been three weeks, episode 11 was three weeks ago, when we introduced the other three words, eat that frog. And we talked about how when you sit down in the morning and you pray and you do your Bible read and you've got your journal there and you write down your schedule for the day, you write those three words, eat that frog. And you write down something that is important and also annoying. That's the idea of the frog. Mark Twain talked about eating a frog in the morning. It is not pleasant, but if you're able to do so and get it out of the way, everything you do for the rest of the day will be pretty easy. So that was our strategy for accomplishments, and you've had three weeks to try that. It seems like it's resonated with people. I get pictures of frogs and sent frog cookies and all kinds of stuff, so it seems like at least it's catching on with folks. But it's really great to do when you write down, and when you first started this, you probably had a lot of frogs, and you write down one, maybe two per day, and you say, look, this is important. I don't want to do this, but if I jump on it now and get it out of the way, then I'll feel good about myself and I can go on to other things. And that's the way it's been working for me. Hopefully what you found is as you go through time a little bit, maybe you don't have to eat a frog every single day. Maybe it's just three or four days a week or less. And you start noticing that, hey, I've knocked out a lot of those things that were lingering around. So that is important to do, but it's not always enjoyable. Here's the difference. Underneath Eat That Frog in my journal, just a couple of lines below it, I have my daily highlight. So here's what this has in common with the frog. It's also important. I can say they're both important. But the biggest difference between the two is this is something amazing. If eating the frog is something important and annoying, then my daily highlight is something important and amazing, something that would be great to accomplish, something that Almost in and of itself, if I did that thing, I could count the day a success, and I would have a great thing to remember about this day, maybe days or even weeks later. So I want you to get a real picture of what that looks like, and I would like to give you a few examples and also tell you a bit about where this came from for me, but let me just once again explain the journal idea. We are working on designing a journal, the Excel Still More journal, so that when you sit down in the morning... You can open it up. There'll be two pages there that represent the day. On one side, there'll be things about your prayer life and your Bible reading. 
on the right side at the top, you'll write down the things you have scheduled for today. Uh, I don't mean highlights, lowlights, or any kind of lights. They're just things that you know you have going on. Underneath that, you fill in Eat That Frog. You say, okay, here's the least pleasant thing. I'm going to do it first and get it out of the way. And then underneath that, knowing what your schedule is, you fit in what you believe would be an amazing accomplishment. So let's talk about what some of that might be. I mean, maybe it's uh, go visit someone. You haven't gone and visited a brother or sister in Christ or somebody in the hospital for a while. It's not annoying in any degree. In fact, you know that it would be good for you and good for them. And really, you could look back on that day a week from now and think, I remember when I went to the hospital and visited that brother. That was really great. So you write that down. You say, that's one thing, and I'm going to fit it right here at 2 p.m. That is one great thing that I can do. And then hold yourself accountable to that. Make sure that whatever you do outside of your demanded schedule, you do that one thing first, that daily highlight. It could be something more evangelistic, like handing out a study booklet to someone at work or handing out a card to that same barista at your local Starbucks. If you just hope that one day you will do it, you will find that a lot of days will pass without that highlight in it. But if you've already written it down, thought about, projected yourself through the day and thought, that's going to be great, that's going to feel great, that's going to serve God, that's going to help someone else, I mean, that'll be like the best thing I do all day and you've already thought about it, written it down, and talked to God about it, your chances of doing that great thing just multiplied 10 times. And it's funny to me, as I was putting together examples, the two I just gave you, that pretty much the entire list I made had to do with being a good Christian neighbor to somebody else. Like I said, it's visiting someone in the hospital, or handing out a card, or sending out a text of appreciation or compliment to somebody in the church. It's taking time and thinking, you know, probably the best thing I can do today is make somebody else feel great. It's kind of like that old saying, the top 10 ways to get over discouragement. Number one, get up, go out, and do something for someone else, and then repeat nine times. That is so brilliant, and yet overwhelming. Unless, for 10 mornings in a row, when it's time to write down your daily highlight, you write down somebody's name. Just one person. Be wise, small. You've Listen to previous episodes. You know how we're building this. You write down one person's name today, and you go out and make their day better. You'll remember that, and they'll remember it too. And then you just do something else for someone else tomorrow. Of course, we could add any number of examples here. We could talk about things that you want to do just for God, or some time you want to set aside for Bible study or prayer. We could even talk about things that you might want to do for yourself. Taking care of yourself is important. If you caught our episode, Motion is Lotion, from not too long ago, we talked about how 30 minutes a day of just getting out and moving can give you a lot more energy and opportunity to do tons of good things. Maybe that's your daily highlight. Here's what we're saying. Don't just walk out and hope that something amazing happens today. Do you know how many people passively hope that something really incredible and memorable and life-changing happens today, and then day after week after month pass, and they just never identify or realize those things. They're not being intentional. That's where you're going to be different. Part of your morning routine is identifying that daily highlight and going for it. You know, in preparation for this episode, I was doing some Bible study in the New Testament about the day or the days, and there's lots of warning in Scripture about that. Jesus talks about in Matthew 6 how each day has enough trouble of its own, Jesus is just being honest with us about daily challenges. 
but he's really making a positive point about how to deal with these things, that you don't need to be all stressed out and worried about that. You just need to eat a frog every day. You need to find a way to work through each day and take out one problem at a time. But not everything in the New Testament is about each day having its own set of problems. Some of the verses tell us that each day is precious, that it exists at all. You're going to want to make the most out of today because you don't even know if tomorrow's coming. Like, this could be your last chance to do that great thing. And James chapter 4 and the vapor and, you know, the Lord wills we get another day. All of that says, man, if there's something awesome to do, I need to quit sitting back and just hoping that it happens. I need to at least log in that one great thing, that highlight. But then there's verses like in Hebrews chapter 3 where it talks about encouraging one another day after day as long as it is still called today. Do you understand what he's saying there? He's saying, yeah, it's great to say I'm going to spend the rest of my life encouraging God's people. I'm going to spend the rest of my life growing in my faith. I'm going to spend the rest of my life being a good husband or father or whatever. That's fine. That's a great you know, long-distance goal. But what he's saying is, what about today? Today is what you've got. Today is what's under your control. Have a highlight today. Okay, so I trust that you understand everything we've said so far because I want to add a completely different and surprising element to this. One of the coolest things that happens is when the daily highlight, the true most awesome thing, most memorable thing that happened today was not a thing that you had planned at all. Maybe it wasn't the thing that you wrote down. It was some conversation that you never saw coming. It was some providential incident that you never even imagined, and it ended up making you think in new ways. It ended up getting you to see life differently. It ended up being your biggest success. Sometimes they come at you from left field, and you don't know they're coming. I learned about this in a podcast interview from a couple of months ago. There's a man named John Zeratsky, and he wrote a book called Make Time, How to Focus on What Matters Every Day. But the most interesting part of his presentation is it wasn't a forecasting where you sit down in the morning and you look throughout the day and you see yourself doing something incredible and you plan it. He talked a little bit about that, but what I found coolest about it is he said, the best time to evaluate your daily highlight is at the end of the day or the next morning. And the reason he said that is sometimes it's things, like I said, that you never saw coming. You write down this conversation that you had, this sermon that you listened to online, this statement that somebody made to you, this Bible verse that just absolutely wrapped itself around you. When the day started, you had no idea that that was going to be the coolest thing that happened all day, but it did. So in the evening or the next morning, you write that thing down. So here's what I've been doing. I get up in the morning and I open my journal up and I write down my daily highlight. But when I get up the next morning, and this is what I want you to think about, when I get up the next morning, At the top left-hand corner of my journal, it says yesterday. And what that means is I've got some space there where I can write down things that happened yesterday, things that developed that obviously I didn't get written down on yesterday's journal since I journaled in the morning. I mean, a whole day happened after the journal was closed. So it gives me a chance to write down uh, some things that happened in the afternoon that I want to remember. What's really cool about that is when the most transformational thing that happened wasn't even written down yesterday morning. It just happened. God placed it into my life. Somebody came to me at the office. I heard something I'd never heard before, and so I write it down. 
So on the best of days, and this is just a really neat idea. I want you looking at it from both ends. On the best of days, I really end up with two daily highlights. One is looking forward, picking something, writing it down, enjoying it, and making it happen. And the second is just living and seeing what God wants to bring into the picture that I never even imagined. And I write them both down. You see them both in the journal there. So when I get to the end of the week, I don't have the best memory in the world, so it's hard for me to go back even right now and tell you what those highlights were for the last two or three days. But I can easily open that journal to Monday, and I can see what I wrote down and a little check mark beside it because I did that, and that made that day really worthwhile. I mean, lots of great things happen every day, and there's a whole bunch of reasons why every day is worthwhile, but we forget most of it, but not that. I wrote that down, and I remember it. But then I turned to Tuesday morning, And I noticed that under the yesterday section, I wrote down something else really awesome that happened. And that goes with Monday as well. And so I could look back over the last week and tell you of 14 things, one that I did on purpose and one that God introduced to me for every single day of the week. Okay, so as we get to the end of today's episode, you don't need me to lay out some practical exercise. I mean, the entire journal frog highlight thing is already there for you to do. Instead, if it's okay with you, I want to do a little bit of reading in the book of Ecclesiastes. You see, I just think people don't have a positive, optimistic enough view of each and every day. There are so many things that we don't know and so many things outside of our control that we just sort of become reactive and try to get through it. I'm convinced that God has a better plan for me than that. In Ecclesiastes chapter 11, it says this in verse 1, "'Cast your bread on the surface of the waters, for you will find it after many days.'" Divide your portion to seven or even to eight, for you do not know what misfortune may occur on the earth. If the clouds are full, they pour out rain upon the earth. And whether a tree falls toward the south or toward the north, wherever the tree falls, there it lies. He who watches the wind will not sow, and he who looks at the clouds will not reap. Just as you do not know the path of the wind and how bones are formed in the womb of the pregnant woman, so you do not know the activity of God who makes all things. Sow your seed in the morning. Do not be idle in the evening, for you do not know whether morning or evening sowing will succeed, or whether both of them alike will be good. Okay, let me leave you with this. Four times in that text, it says, you do not know. There are a whole bunch of things I don't know about today. There are things outside of my control. I have no idea how that's going to go. God has tremendous providential plans that have not yet been revealed to me. Do you realize how many people let those uncertainties paralyze them? In fact, that's what he's addressing here. He says, verse 1, cast your bread on the surface of the waters. Why not give it a try? Why not do something? The guy who waits around watching the wind and looking at the clouds, well, when it comes time to reap, there won't be anything there for him. He said, sow your seed in the morning and do not be idle in the evening. And that makes me think of our daily highlight, or maybe more appropriately, our daily highlights. How awesome is it to get up in the morning and say, I know exactly what seed I'm going to sow today. It'll be the best thing most likely I do all day. And then to get to the evening and look back and say, man, not only did I do that and it was great, but God came in and did something in my life I never saw coming. What a great day. I just wonder how many things that we would be reaping if we were willing to intentionally sow. So give that a try. Lay out your schedule. Find the spot where you can do something amazing. Write it down, pray about it, make the day great by putting into place at least one daily highlight. 
Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this program, we encourage you to share with your friends. You can tell them about the podcast. You can share the content from the Excel Still More Facebook page. All of that is really helpful. Also, remember, if you're an Apple user, subscribe, rate, and review. It makes an enormous difference. And please keep in mind, whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Excel Still More. Thank you.